Welcome to Answers May Vary. Each week, we listen to your dilemmas and try to come up with workable solutions you can put into place to start improving your teaching life today. I'm Kate Harkins. And I'm Stephanie Hanley. And together with you, we're Three Heads. Today, we're talking back-to-school shopping. It is an expensive time for students, parents, teachers. <laughs> and yet it makes me so happy. I feel like the Absolutely. retail therapy of a cart full of fresh school supplies just really makes my heart sing. Yes. Those of you who have been listening for a while know that I do not like going back to school. <laughs> it will come as no surprise. I didn't like it as a student either. <laughs> but in both circumstances, I always enjoyed back to school shopping. Uh-huh. Always. I think you can just Set your intention for the year Yes, your back-to-school supplies. And I don't know that I ever live up to the intentions I set for myself with my school supplies, but it's always nice to have that refresh yeah. and reset every year. I fully realize this is wasteful, but I would rather throw out an almost empty pack of paper and buy a new one to just be like, <laughs> new year, new start. I'm not saying I did that every year, but there's that element of blank slate. I don't have mess. It's all brand new and my year's going to be like that. <laughs> yeah. So here's our dilemma for this week. My school provides supplies. Yeah, right. But the options are limited, and I don't love being in my classroom. And I think that's where a lot of people start off. Yes. And where a lot of people get tripped up. We've talked about this before on the podcast, this idea of not enjoying being in your classroom and trying to flee the campus as soon as you can. And that happens for a lot of different reasons. But I think one of the reasons is based on the environment that you create for yourself. Yeah. Yeah. And I think as I've been talking to more and more people outside of education, as we're starting this business in the podcast, it's blown me away a little bit how shocked so many people are that this is a job where we often spend our own money on Mm -hmm. supplies, on curriculum. Mm -hmm. They're like, why would you make a curriculum company? Is it for districts? Oh, no, it's for teachers. And I think they just they don't realize that what our schools provide to us is just not functional. When you get your box of cardboardy Kleenex and your (laughs) one pack of index cards and your Mm -hmm. box of red Bic pens, it just really doesn't set you up for a successful year in a pleasant environment. (laughs) Yeah. I remember one time somebody asked me how much we got for our budget to decorate our classrooms. And I was like, oh my gosh, negative money. (laughs) There's no no budget for that. (laughs) Let's start off by talking about what the benefits are of investing a little bit. And it's not an investment that you have to remake every yeah. single school year is like starting from scratch. Yeah. You should not <laughs> be <laughs> redecorating your classroom every year. There should be some supplies. You buy them once, maybe every 10 years. Yeah. And then the other less expensive ones yes. are ones that you do more often. So the benefits both for us and for yeah. our students. Number one for me is like teaching feels like you work in an institution. You do, and it is. But every classroom looks the same. Beige and gray. Off-white, gray. There was a school in our district that literally looked like a prison. It was always Mm -hmm. a real bummer when we had to go to meetings on that campus. (laughs) You're on a bell schedule. You have to go to the bathroom at a set time. Everything is just so regimented. 
open and not personal. And for you as a person who is there for so long, but for your students too, they're just going from room to room that looks the same as any other room they've been in. And so those little elements of a personalized set of posters in your classroom, a a plant on your desk, a rug on the tile floor at the front of your room to stand on, those little things can make a really big difference to you and to your students. I always saw how I decorated my classroom as a reflection of my personality. Mm -hmm. And part of it was a reflection of my teacher personality. And part of it was a reflection of the real me. Because when you're an introvert and a teacher, there's a real you and a teacher you. And teacher Kate and real Kate were very different people, but they worked together harmoniously. They were complimentary people in the classroom. So I felt like it always gave my students sort of an insight Mm -hmm. into my teaching persona and what they could expect from being in my classroom. But I also wanted it to be a place that students felt comfortable in. And I always feel like err on the side of caution of have less rather than more in order to make people feel comfortable. But I think something like a rug or a plant, it seems like not that big of a deal, but it does sort of often you to students. And even the style of decor that you use can really show your personality. When I first started teaching, I went to the teacher supply store and I got Mm -hmm. posters and they were very like nerdy teacher posters. (laughs) And I had them for 13 years. And this last year I redecorated because I was like, this isn't me. It's not Mm -hmm. my personality. And a lot of what I replaced them with was still English content related, but by getting one in a nice font that has eucalyptus leaves around the border Mm -hmm. instead of a big, brightly colored, almost elementary school poster. I felt calmer in there Mm -hmm. looking at these like nice green leaves. It just felt more grown up like me. Like I've grown up as a teacher, as a human, and it was not hard to make those small changes that really just make it a better place to be. Yeah. I think at the elementary level, there's a couple different things. Your students are in there the entire day. So an elementary school teacher is really making it a nice place to be for students and themselves because they're spending not equal time, but a fairly similar amount of time in the classroom. Whereas in high school, it's just an hour or so and you're rotating. So it's really more for you. Mm -hmm. I think also historically, what's been available at the elementary school level is so much more robust. When we started teaching, there was no teachers pay teachers. There was no Etsy. So it was literally teacher supply stores, which all catered toward elementary school, which makes sense. (laughs) Or then you get all the English teachers in the hallway have the same posters because that's all there is for posters. So I think that what we have going for us now is that there are things like Teachers Pay Teachers Mm -hmm. and Etsy that are diversifying a Mm -hmm. little bit what is available to high school and middle school teachers. But I think also that there has often been this sort of mindset of high school teachers, they don't decorate their Mm -hmm. classrooms. Yeah, we don't do a monthly change out or a seasonal (laughs) change out of our bulletin boards and things like that like you do at an elementary school 
level, which is, I think it's fantastic. Yeah. And if I had that sort of creativity, I probably would have done that. But we're also not like college professors right. where we're teaching in different rooms mm-hmm. for every class and we have an office, we don't have a classroom. So high school and middle school is this middle ground of we need a place that's comfortable for teachers. We need mm-hmm. a place that's comfortable for students. It's not elementary, but we're also not adults. And it's this untapped market that I know I've started to see over the past year or two Mm -hmm. more things that while it certainly could work in an elementary school, it also could work at a high school or at a middle school and not feel condescending to students. And I think another reason why it's really helpful to make that investment in your classroom, whether it's the decor, whether it's the quality of supplies that you Mm -hmm. buy, You spend so much time there and it's not pleasant a lot of the time. You're a human being. You deserve to have a nice pen that works. Or for my birthday one year when I was doing yearbook and was at school often, Kate bought me a gift card. Until eight o'clock at night. Yes, a gift (laughs) card to Office Depot and said for a bottom that spends as much time here as yours does, you need a better chair. Mm -hmm. It's true. It made a difference. Like I enjoyed, I'd rather have been at home, but I enjoyed (laughs) sitting in that chair to work more and I enjoyed grading papers more when I I bought my pack of 28 different colored pens. And as silly as that can seem, we spend a lot of our lives there and Mm -hmm. little things that make it a little bit more pleasant are worth the worth the expense I think absolutely and the unfortunate thing is it's not like an office environment where the company is going to decide they want to redecorate or or whatever you're lucky if your walls get painted every five years ever trash can level and below (laughs) we had that a few years (laughs) but it's never going to happen where all of a sudden people are going to say oh let's spend money on the class classroom decor. Let's start buying supplies that teachers actually want. I remember I had that discussion so many times because while I was department chair, it switched from you could purchase your supplies from like Staples or Mm -hmm. Office Depot, or you could purchase from the district warehouse. You had a choice. That choice went away and you could only purchase things that the warehouse didn't have. (laughs) I went to go buy rubber bands and they were like, we have rubber bands. And I was like, I see you have rubber bands, but you don't have the size that teachers actually use. You have the tiny ones (laughs) and you have the giant ones. You don't have the regular size (laughs) ones that teachers actually want. Oh, no. You have to – these are rubber bands. You have to pick what we have. Nobody wants those rubber bands. The same thing with the pens, the same things Uh with the whiteboard cleaner. Uh I I don't want your generic whiteboard cleaner. Or, you know, you get one black pen and that's it. one black pen, (laughs) one stapler. It was getting to the point where I just started turning down my allotment. It was like, I just don't want it. I'd rather go buy my new stuff. It's just going to be a waste. I don't want a box of big pens. That makes me miserable. So I don't want it. Do you know how long it takes 40 people to staple using one stapler? One poorly constructed stapler that then they staple it 17 times and there's like bent ones all stuck on top. Yeah. The way I started to look at it was, is this going to make my job easier? Mm -hmm. When we were first teaching together, we were largely Mm paper-based. And so things that were going to make my life easier were 
binder clips, a industrial strength three-hole punch. That was the best investment we made. <laughs> we only made it once, too. Good staplers and having yes. several of them. Those sorts of things, that was going to decrease my frustration in the classroom, yeah. make things turn around more quickly. We weren't going to spend 20 minutes yeah. passing one stapler around the room, <laughs> that sort of thing. And then as we switched to digital, it was like, okay, I can have free access to this website or I can subscribe for $25 a year and have more flexibility mm -hmm. in the way I create my assignments or whatever. And that's going to end up saving me time. Yeah. So when I reframed it from, I'm not going to spend my own money yeah. here <laughs> to how is this going to make my job easier or make my day easier or better? Yeah. Then it became a lot easier for me to make those investments, for me to see them as investments worth making as yeah. opposed to me just pouring money down the drain. Because ultimately, <laughs> if you view it as you're providing things for your school, for your students, that can feel like pouring money down the drain. Yeah. But when you reframe it as you're investing really Really in your own self-care, which right. if you've listened to our podcast, we're big on that and <laughs> yes. you'll continue to hear us talk about it. Yeah. But really, that's what you're investing in. You're not donating school supplies to a district. What you're doing is making your life more manageable, extending your willingness and ability to stay in a demanding and often discouraging yeah. profession. Yeah. If you say to yourself, okay, I can see why I would want to spend mm -hmm. some money in my classroom and on my classroom decor, my school supplies. I can see value in that. I can see why I would want to do that. But a financial aspect mm -hmm. of it is too much. How can we address that? One is to split costs with a coworker or PLC mm -hmm. member. And that can be if you're literally on a team together, that's easy. But we did that with our big hole punch that it was three of us went in on it and we would just rotate it around based mm -hmm. on who needed it. But Kate and I would start just splitting digital resources. So it was like, okay, she has that subscription. So I'll do this one. Oh, I Venmo her husband every month for like half <laughs> of this subscription or whatever it is. And that can be a way that if it's something you're both using or all as a larger team, team using, you can cut down on the cost that way. Yeah. Take advantage of the back to school supply yes. sales. I was always willing to invest in some Crayola colored yes. pencils, <laughs> Crayola markers, because I didn't want my plans to be derailed when yeah. half of the students didn't have colored pencils mm -hmm. or didn't have markers. But if you buy that in November, yeah. you're paying the Crayola premium. Yeah. When if you purchase them during the back to school supply sales, they're significantly less expensive. Just stock up on them. It's not going to be the end of the world if you have to repurchase right. because students ran off with your colored <laughs> pencils. And so that's going to be helpful. And those are some really good deals. This is an expensive world growing more expensive by the <laughs> day. day. But I swear July, August back to school sales 
are some of the best deals mm-hmm. you can find. Things are less than 50 cents. Nothing in our world is less than 50 cents. Right. Another one, and I, hopefully you know about this, but PSA if you don't, you <laughs> do get a $250 educator tax credit every year. So save your receipts, whether that's the back to school shopping, whether that's Amazon and you have the order history or whatever it is, mm-hmm. that is a way to get some money back at the end of the year. Buy the better quality yeah. supplies that can seem counterintuitive, especially when you're forking out your money for the big ticket thing. So I'm thinking like a printer in mm-hmm. your classroom, not a printer that you're going to make copies of your right. student <laughs> handouts for. But when you need two copies of something, yeah. or it would be nice to have something printed out. We were talking about our quite expensive mm-hmm. <laughs> three hole punch. A coffee maker, perhaps. A coffee maker. Ask a family member for exactly there that you one. Go. But <laughs> buy the better quality. Don't buy the cheap printer or three hole punch or electric stapler. Oh, yeah. Spend a little bit more money. You're going to have that for years. We had that yeah. whole punch punch for probably 10 to 12 oh, years. Yeah. We, we willed it to somebody else. <laughs> yeah. And the, what was it? Another one that I learned this the hard way is with the printer, like Kate's talking about, mm-hmm. where you got to print an attendance sheet. You got to print a form mm-hmm. to sign. And I, as a new teacher who's buying hundreds of dollars of classroom supplies, mm-hmm. is like, I'm going to get the cheapest printer I can find. That sucker ran out of ink on a regular basis. And (laughs) so really, if I had bought like a laser jet printer, Mm -hmm. I probably would have saved money on ink Mm -hmm. instead of having to buy new cartridges or not have a functioning printer because I didn't have more cartridges. And so it really does become worth the effort to buy the better quality stuff. The next one is definitely a Steph thing. You're far better at this than I am. (laughs) At the end of the year, I would make a list before I went to Target. And honestly, somehow it never really helps that much because I'd go and I'd have my shorter list and then I'd find some great planner or decide (laughs) I wanted a mailbox system for my yearbook class or whatever (laughs) it was. But I would try to make a list of what I needed because I started realizing that I was buying 10 packs of colored pencils every year and then we'd use them twice and I don't need more colored pencils. I have Mm -hmm. enough. And that can be a way to cut down on it as well. Because when you're at Target, you're like, oh my gosh, and I want this and I want this and I need more pens and I need more post-its. We need glue sticks. Yeah, exactly. And then you get to school and you're like, oh, I had three packs of post-its already. So what's the takeaway here? What we want you to remember as you consider making some investments in your classroom is that this is you making an investment in making your work life better, whether it's making it easier, more enjoyable, aesthetically pleasing. This is making your job better. And as Stephanie said, when there are so many negatives in this profession, And there are so many times where you feel crunched down by the man. (laughs) Nobody else is going to take care of you in this department. So take care of yourself. Also consider, as we said, talking with your PLC Mm -hmm. members or your coworkers. If there is somebody and there is always somebody in your department who is like the first person there in the morning and the last person to leave at the end of the day, maybe you say, 
say, if we all buy a printer, mm-hmm. we put it in your classroom, things like that, lots of people are really interested in. Yeah. Go in on a microwave, go in on a little mini refrigerator. And it can be such an isolating profession. And this can be a way to, what is it, the metaphorical water cooler? Because mm-hmm. someone came to heat up their coffee in your right. room or something like that. Right. Hopefully you have found something in this discussion today valuable. You found something you want to put into place in your classroom. If you have a dilemma you'd like to talk to us about or you'd like to hear us talk about, email us at hello at threeheads.works. If you haven't heard enough yet, check out our YouTube video on our back to school fashion and building yourself a school appropriate wardrobe (laughs) or check out our blog post on some of our favorite school supplies. Both of those things will be linked in the show notes for you. If you want to be notified of our next upload, be sure to follow us. Thanks so much. Bye. Chat soon. 